This podcast is brought to you by the Canada Foundation for Innovation. Imagine cancer chemotherapy without being able to control infection. Imagine open heart surgery, uh, organ transplantation, saving premature babies. All of this stuff is based on our ability to control infection. And without antibiotics, all those wonderful things that we've come to expect from modern medicine evaporate. My name's uh, Jerry Wright. I'm the director of the Michael G. DeGroot Institute for Infectious Disease Research at McMaster University. Antibiotic resistance has been called uh, an apocalyptic scenario by a number of public health uh, leaders around the world. It's taking us back to what it was like before 1940, when the major reason people died was because of infection. Now, your chances of dying of infection are about 3%, whereas in, say, 1930, it was almost 60%. So the reason for that is antibiotics and vaccines and all the wonderful things that control infection, and we're at risk of losing that. In our lab, we are investigating how to overcome antibiotic resistance. So that includes finding out what the enemy is and then seeing what we can, we can do in terms of being able to discover new drugs or new approaches to killing resistant bacteria. Resistance is spreading like wildfire across the, um, the planet because of modern transportation, because of all of these interventions that we're doing in hospitals. Uh, and as a result, we have a really significant problem. One of the biggest issues that we face is that we don't, we're not considering it in terms of evolution. We think of it as sort of a stochastic event, but this is an entirely predictable uh, process and it's been going on for millennia. So we really need to rethink how we look at uh, microbes and think about them in terms of their evolutionary history. And then we'll start to be able to rationalize why antibiotic resistance is such a significant problem and maybe even get ahead of it uh, instead of being trying to react to it. We're very interested in, in thinking about antibiotic resistance on a global level, and not just in resist in sorry in pathogenic bacteria, disease-causing bacteria, but rather, where do these resistance genes come from in the first place? And what we've found, for example, is that environmental bacteria that don't cause disease are actually large reservoirs of resistance genes, probably the origins of antibiotic resistance. And so these genes move throughout bacterial populations horizontally, so from one organism to another, they share. DNA, so bacteria are notoriously promiscuous, having sex with each other all the time, and as a result, they share these these genes. And um, we're trying to understand these mechanisms in order to use that against these organisms to solve this problem. We reported in Nature a, a molecule that blocks one of the most important antibiotic resistance elements out there right now. And that rescues antibiotic activity. That was a big day in a lab when we actually were able to give a mouse an infection with a lethal dose of, of drug-resistant organisms, add the antibiotic and add this compound. And when, the com when this compound, this inhibitor of resistance is added, the mice live. So that was the big eureka sort of moment that we were really onto something hot.
And so we're actually in the early stages of sort of a, a real drug discovery process where we're doing things that I never thought we would be able to do because uh, we have this really, this really hot molecule. Um, so that's, that's incredibly exciting. And time will tell whether or not it'll actually be a drug that we can use for people, but it's the closest I've come in the last 25 years of dreaming about something like this. It's a pretty exciting uh, feeling to go back and look at where we started and where we are now. It really shows that you can stay in Canada and get things done. This podcast is brought to you by the Canada Foundation for Innovation.